I, I can't see Marshawn Lynch killing someone. Their defense sucks. The care blood, solid. He's just useless. I don't know why you're playing. Man. Heads up to anyone else in the league. Make me offers, please. I need wide receivers. So, I'm looking for depth. You know, Mason Crosby. Oh yeah. Mason Crosby. Oh yeah. Todd Green. Mason Crosby. Oh yeah. I love Bob. Mason Crosby. Travaris Cadet. Mason Crosby. Kareem Hunt. Mason Crosby. Oh yeah. <laughs> the I Hate Fantasy Football Podcast starts now. Thank you for tuning in to the I Hate Fantasy Football Podcast, our first podcast recording in over a month probably. With me is Hansel and Pablo to get the party started. Woo! I'm here. I got my plum wine, my <laughs> oh, signature podcasting drink. Here we go. That's how you know the party's about to start. <laughs> I'm just staying hey. hydrated. Good old water. Can't I go didn't wrong. bring water upstairs. Nah, fuck it. Well, and this is the best time to kick off a podcast again. Uh, one focus on fantasy football. One during Prime time. basically the most irrelevant fantasy football. Unless you're doing daily fantasy football. Then you still got a shot at the the big game. But it's Super Bowl week, guys. Yeah, you. It's about time. The guy I always that, I... that little bye week in between. It throws Pro me Bowl? off. You can watch the Pro Bowl. No. Not worth <laughs> watching. <laughs> All right. So basically anyone could have projected one half of this result for the Super Bowl. The Chiefs were obviously going to be there again. But the other half, I think only – I mean, who knew this was possible? There was a possibility, right? But a lot of people probably thought they wanted Brady to crash and burn in Tampa. Absolutely. So just I wanted it so much. <laughs> it, it, it's one of those situations where it's like I thought Bill Belichick was, you know, the the winner of that relationship, but no, I think Brute uh, Brady's proven himself that uh, you know, he he was basically the fire of that team. It's crazy. Yeah. This is boosting Brady's <laughs> ego so much. And if if he wins, he has to consider retiring, right? I mean, got to go out on top. No. Gotta he said, go he, he said he'll want to keep playing. He says he's 43, and they asked him, like, oh, you see yourself playing until you're 45? He's like, yeah, why not? That's all talk. I, if he, Bro. If he wins, he go has ahead. to retire. I feel like you have to retire right there. I don't think he does. Which He definitely doesn't I mean, need more money. But then he doesn't need no. more championships. At what, point, at what point do the Brett Favre comparisons start coming up? Where it's like, all right, guy. You're getting a little past your well, prime. It could have – early on in the season, it seemed like it was going to be Brett Favre on the Vic- – no, on the Jets. I forget which one was bad. And then we ha- – like we saw him. Fantasy-wise, he was garbage. Alex had him on his team and won somehow. And then playoff comes, and here I am. It's Tom Brady. He's still fucking here. <laughs> I hate that. You know? Guys. Brett Favre, Brett Favre with the Jets made it to the playoffs, and that was it. Like I think they bounced out. I don't remember. And then, but Tom Brady's going to the Super Bowl. Yeah, you know, you can't in that same conversation as Brett Favre. I could just imagine how angry Belichick must be. I'm sure just oh, yeah. just as anyone, as much as anyone, like Trump right now. <laughs> he wanted Brady to fail so bad. Of course he did. Just like I did. <laughs> furious that he's fucking he's at the super bowl again yeah uh, that he's like being drew Brees 
played like garbage. Uh, and I thought Drew Bruce was going to crush him. And I'm like, oh, you know, Aaron Rodgers is balling out. He'll take him out. And then they, they lose that also. Just, shit. I hate I hate Tom Brady. Like, I hate him. I don't care that he's no longer on the Patriots. I still hate him. Obviously, because he wins all the time. Yeah. He doesn't affect me now anymore as, you know, a Dolphins fan. But just fuck off, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, before we, get into, before we get any deeper into this, because there's a lot of discuss. Yeah, there's a Super Bowl, but there's also a lot of excitement going on already in the Super Bowl. Uh, wow, in the offseason with uh, a lot of moving pieces and moving pieces yet to come. Now, this isn't a, a visual medium, so I want you, so I want to explain to you what I'm seeing here on my screen. Yeah, we got Pablo, who's nice and clean cut. And then we have Hansel, who... <laughs> If you guys have seen, um, I think it's called The Little Things on HBO Max. It's with uh, <laughs> Jared Leto, uh, Denzel. Denzel, and and um, uh, the dude for, who played Freddie Mercury. In, Rami in, Malek. Yeah, Rami Malek, yeah. So the, Hansel's got this uh, <laughs> Jared Leto thing going on, but in that movie. <laughs> now I got to watch that movie. <laughs> It's uh, it wasn't great. All right, well, maybe I won't bother. <laughs> yeah, I saw the Rotten Tomato score, and I'm like, nah, I don't, I don't, I don't care. If you're into that type of thing, though, I do recommend the Night Stalker documentary on Netflix. That was pretty good. Watched that the other day. I had no idea this ever happened. Yeah, I mean, either. Crazy. Um, what they, what, I looked them up afterwards, and he had a wife. Oh, it's never brought up. No. You know how like towards the end after he's in jail or in trial, they're like, oh, yeah. And all these crazy yeah, women yeah. started writing him letters because they thought he was sexy. Yeah. He got married in like 96. Jeez. To uh, some one of those women who was writing him letters. Oh, my God. And she's like, oh, he's just misunderstood. He didn't do it. <laughs> but then when people were like, look at all this evidence. <laughs> right. He said he did it. Yeah. What are you doing? He's a monster. <laughs> She's still married. Him. I can change him. Yeah, that kind of shit. It's just craziness. So yeah, we were saying Unabomber and PJ. Uh, a lot of things have already happened. Or, I mean, the the whole Watson drama where he's not going back to Houston is mm. interesting. And, and you just keep. I keep reading things on Twitter about how there's so many teams that are willing to do some crazy stuff right now to try to get their hands on Watson. Uh, one that I read today was about the Raiders. Apparently the Raiders are willing to, they're seeing who's interested in Carr, thinking that they can get two first-round picks for Carr to then flip those plus two more for Watson. So a total of two of four first-round picks for Watson. Hmm. Does I could Vegas see that. have two picks to keep? Like that is that what they have, or is it future picks? It's probably future picks, because they don't have two first round picks, as far as I know. They get two for Carr. That's a reach. Yeah, I know that's definitely a reach. But uh, but they're in a lose situation, the Texans. You know, yeah. Watson wants out. Period. Yeah, yeah. It's a fire sale. They're not going to get equal value for anyone. You know, like. A, their best bet is going with another rookie, something, you know, just trade for 
as many first round picks as you can get, you know? So that makes sense if Carr is just a placeholder and then you're just investing in your future. But I don't know. That's just too drastic of a change in their offense, I think. Deshaun Watson, he runs the ball a lot more. He's just, you know, a completely different player than Carr. The the issue is, I mean, uh, Carr is not worth two round, first round picks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Houston doesn't have two to give. But the the issue is, Texans are telling teams no. Like I'm sure I'm sure they're receiving offers left and right because you want a Deshaun Watson on your team. But right. the Texans are just saying no. We're not trading him. <laughs> you know, like straight up, there has to be a price. Apparently not. I don't know, man. If the Jets or the Dolphins, Raiders, whoever is trying to get him. But apparently, I saw an article yesterday that like they're the execs are saying no. Texans are like. No, fuck off. We're not trading him. And the coach came out and said we're not going to trade him. That he wants him there. Yeah. I don't I mean, see how the Dolphins would have anything really to offer. Nah, what do you mean? We can give them Tua and their one of their picks back. <laughs> That's just so quick to get off the trade, Pablo. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I've never. I, I'm. St- he's, numbers are comparable to a, a one Joseph Burrow. But uh, except for the long ball, which I checked out, I I just don't have faith in Alabama quarterbacks generally. Yeah, I wasn't super hyped on the draft pick. I'm like, okay, this is not a bad choice. I did like him more than uh, Herbert, but you know, look at that. I was wrong about him being better than Herbert. I mean, you'd also be trading him for a for a sure thing. Watson is top five in the league. You know, he's Absolutely. one that he's would, only. I mean, you look, you look at his team right now, and you see the you see the offense in Houston, and say, who, who is there? No one. The who the person who carries that offense is Watson. You know, and so you see him. Any team is saying that guy can transform my team and make my team a contender. Absolutely. So obviously, everyone's gonna try to get their hands on him, and if tech if the Texans are that hard headed. I just, I don't think said, they might be saying things, but I think behind the scenes they must they must just be waiting for the right offer because unless they've talked to Watson and they've they have the feeling that they can fix things, but I don't know. I I really think Watson is just done with that franchise. Yeah. The funny thing is that I saw the other day too. Um, yesterday, back in 2014, when the Chiefs wide receivers didn't score a touchdown the whole season mm-hmm. their wide receiver coach was david cully the new texans coach and this year the ravens had awful passing offense the coach was david cully <laughs> the new texans coach Jeez. so a guy who ran who didn't score a touchdown to his wide receivers at all one year and had a shitty display. I mean, Lamar Jackson looked like a different player this year than he did the year before. Yeah. And that's the guy you want to, like, convince him to stay? Come on. That's we, so ridiculous. He likes to say Bill O'Brien was shitty, but – which, I mean, he was. He made the worst fucking trades of all time. And uh, But you bring in some guy who's, like, provenly bad? <laughs> so you're – okay. So not a single – Touchdown from a for a wide receiver, you said. Yes, in 2014, Jesus. the Chiefs no wide receiver in the Chiefs scored a touchdown. 
Can you imagine Antonio Brown on that team or someone like that? (laughs) (laughs) The stink that he would put up. That that'd be tough to deal with as a prima donna (laughs) wide receiver. You would just Yeah, you would definitely have some sort of meltdown. And you'd be I mean, if if you're not getting the ball is different if no one is or scoring the ball, no one is scoring the ball. <laughs> right. You know, like that's a different conversation. Yeah. Who, what's, who must have gotten the touchdown? Though? Your Jamal Charles? Uh, is that 2014? Yeah, <laughs> I think so. <laughs> there you go. That's really the only player that was on the team that year. Yeah, it's true. Who was uh, the quarterback back then? 2014 was Alex Smith. Oh, yeah, that's, right, that's right. Probably his first year there. Before his bionic leg. Yeah. So – how do you expect to keep a guy like a Deshaun Watson with this coach? All good points. <clears throat> and I think from a kind of social justice type of stance, I think that's what Watson is also trying to say. You know, you didn't give a black coach a, a chance. Or the whole thing of they didn't consult him about who to hire as GM or coach. What was yes. It? I guess if you want to keep him, you bring him in on the conversation. But the, you don't also want the inmates running the asylum either. Like he's a good quarterback, but does he make? Does he have the knowledge to run? Uh, like hire a guy who's uh, you know can run manage the team as a whole. Sure. Also, it's a it's a weird balance. You could be like, okay, give me your top five picks or whatever, top three, and we'll we'll pick, we'll decide. Bring him in on the conversation, fine, but don't let him choose either, because Michael Jordan's the best <laughs> basketball player of all time, but <laughs> fuck it, the Hornets are garbage. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I think uh, I, I agree with you a little bit on that, where it's like when the players start trying to, like, run the office and say, like, who you get to hire and stuff, it's like kind of like they need a reality check. Like, you know, any other team he ends up on, he's not going to get that say anyways. He might as well just, like, keep things good where he is. He's winning games. He's you know, doing really well. I don't think he would be a better fit in a lot of other organizations. You know, it seems like anywhere he would end up would be a struggling team that really needs a quarterback, (laughs) something to just pick them up, you know? So it's like on, on the Texans, he's got an amazing defense. He's got, you know, a great, I wouldn't say amazing. Uh, Okay. Yeah, yeah, I. But it might just—it might just be a you know, things have just been adding up. Like the fact that they traded away Hopkins, and I mean, as a QB, I would be kind of slighted by that. It's like, why'd you trade away one of our best weapons? You know, oh, the best weapon. (laughs) Our our best weapon. Yes. Period. For a guy who is. Come on, he's he's washed. David Johnson doesn't have much left. And oh, yeah. what I read was that they had told him that they wanted his input on the hiring process. Okay, well, that's, see, that's a, then again, he's slided again. You're like, oh, we're going to get your input. Then they hire someone without. Exactly. <laughs> you know? and that that was my understanding where he they told him he was going to be involved as we have Armando joining us from the bathroom as he's taking a shit. Shirtless as always. Yo, what what's up, bro? Chamber of Secrets. Hey, what's up? What's up? Nothing like taking a shit. I'm listening to you guys. Let's go. It's just the evening deed over there. <laughs> <Hell> yeah. <laughs> the evening deed. 
<laughs> What's the evening deed? Touching myself and taking a shit? <laughs> it's whatever you want it to be. Just that's how you get hemorrhoids, dude. That's how you get hemorrhoids. <laughs> well, that's enough. All right, enough Watson. Let's uh, let's look at the no, other no, trade. My All last right, thing on Watson. My last thing on Watson. My last point. Let's go. The Texans went four and twelve this year. Mm-hmm. Watson still had four hundred forty-eight hundred passing yards, thirty-three touchdowns, a thousand more than last year yards, and uh, seven more touchdowns than he had the year before twenty-six. He still like he did well. Like three, he's averaging three hundred yards per game. He's a difference maker, and they went sure. four and twelve. You put that guy anywhere else. That's why. I, that's why the Texans don't want to trade him away, and everyone else wants him because he'll make the difference. Yeah, and he's only twenty-five. Cowboys would be cool. The Cowboys, absolutely. I draft Oof. him in the fourth round if he goes to the Cowboys. What is if he goes to the Jets? Fifth round. <laughs> <laughs> With that top yeah, receiver Jets is definitely you don't want him to end up there. Oh, he's a difference maker though, man. I I like okay. I like playing this game. I'll throw it out. I'll throw out a scenario. How about Watson ends up in uh, San Francisco? Oh, where San does... Francisco. Oh yeah. Where does uh, Kittle go? If Watson goes to San Francisco, yeah. Mm, Kittle second round. First, late first round. If late you're at the first. turn, if you're like ten, you're if you're reaching. like ten, no you're way for Kittle. For Kittle, for Kittle with Watson. For Kittle Get with Watson, he basically becomes he basically becomes Kelsey. Absolutely. You're assuming that Watson's gonna throw the to the tight end Kid, all the time. Who's the best receiver on that team, though? They have that the uh, the rookie. What's his name? his name? There you go. <laughs> you know George Kittle. <laughs> of course, George Kittle. Kendrick Bourne, the dude who burned uh, the Bourne identity, <laughs> who burned Tech. No, I, I know who you're talking about. I, I forgot his name too. <laughs> what about uh, Armando? You could do it, bro. Think of his name. You Starts know, with horrible a B. with this game. I have, with I have a B. the worst memory. Are Starts the Panthers the in the running? I can see him on the Panthers. Let me see. I think Brandon everyone's Ayuk. in the running. Ayuk. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, Brandon Ayuk. Brandon Ayuk. Okay. You're, I, I'll, I'll still take Kittle. If I'm like 9 or 10, I would go whoever receiver running back's good. And Debo and, Samuel and Kittle, yeah. Because you can make that argument for Kelsey uh, right now. He Kelsey had an amazing year. That guy was ten catches, one hundred twenty yards, and a touchdown guaranteed. Kittle, right. Someone's gonna take Kittle in the first round. Is is Roethlisberger doing another year? Because I could see Deshaun Watson on the Steelers being yes. really interesting. Then uh, Watson, to me, I'll, I'll pick up Watson in the fifth round. <laughs> If he goes to the Steelers, so many weapons. Yeah, that's a that's a great fit. I don't know if they will. I think Wat uh Watson Roethlisberger is coming back. Yeah, he shouldn't though. I mean, dream scenarios <laughs> where people were uh, others would eat the most. You got to think Cowboys with their squad, their wide receivers. For sure, squad. on the Cowboys, I would mm-hmm. take him fourth round. The Steelers, which are just you could throw to anybody. Yeah. That guy had great. He had a great. His best year this past year, and he had nothing. Yeah. I mean, if he's so like, like he really wants to be on a team with a black coach, it seems like. Right. Yeah. And why not the Mike best Tomlin. black coach, Mike Tomlin? I don't know if the Steelers are in the running though. Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> They'd have to go behind Roethlisberger's back. Just ginormous back. <laughs> <laughs>
All right, let's get to the other thing. Goff Stafford trade. Fucking stupid ass trade. <laughs> I'm leaving. I'm gonna go wipe my ass and take a shower. This is stupid. That's the stupidest trade ever. Good oh. for Stafford. Hell yeah. yeah. That guy's wasted Hell ten years yeah. of his life, man. Dude, but if there's anything, the main takeaway for me from the news about that was how much he must hate Matt Patricia because he was willing to go to any team but New England where you would think he would want to go, go play for Belichick. No, no, no. He doesn't want anything to do with that Patriots culture. Oh, uh, man. I'm sure. It's, I'm glad for Matt Stafford. They, Detroit, again, ruined someone another career. <laughs> But I, I'm happy to see Stafford in, in L.A. That should be interesting. Yeah, man. That Those players, uh, get the uh, Robert Woods did well. You know. Well, you, you have Reynolds. You have. Uh, Whitetron, I forget. <laughs> the other Whitetron. He's getting his Tron back. Not Thielen. The other one. <laughs> Shit. Now I'm blanking. Ah, PJ, you're, you're our. Cooper you're, Cup. Cooper Cup. There you go. Cooper Cup. There you go. Shit. <laughs> It's like you gotta, you gotta, if you were, you know, sorting through like cabinets, you'd have to be like, white, white, white names, white, <laughs> wide receivers, <laughs> like top three. Yeah. Oh, where is it? Where'd I leave it? <laughs> I'm blanking I'm out on all of them right now. Who's, which is the one in Buffalo? The other white receiver? Cole Beasley? Beasley. There you go. <laughs> it's not that many that are willing to, that you're willing to draft. I'll draft Cole Beasley next year. I would too. I draft Cooper Cup next year. With Stafford, Solid definitely. I draft Adam Thielen next year. Maybe not Thielen. Justin Jefferson, Maybe. though. Just yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Maybe not Thielen. If he's there, at a good at a good uh, spot. All right. So about this trade, definitely LA gets the winning end. I think. LA doesn't have any first round picks for I don't know how many years. <laughs> they say they're saying the time is now and they're yeah. trying to win it. What the hell is Detroit doing? They go out and get <laughs> they go out and get Jared Goff, who is totally a, a system QB. I don't understand why he got the the deal that he got in the first place. And they brought in this coach who's an obvious meathead, Man Campbell. Dan Campbell. Hey man, that's Miami Dolphins interim coach Dan Campbell. <laughs> 2015, he did like five and seven, I think, was his record. <laughs> There's like, but the, he's all about, oh, we're gonna we're gonna come through. You're gonna crush right through your fucking skull type of, you know, he's like that type of energy. He's yeah, we're gonna keep pounding. Player. We're going to keep pounding it down your fucking throat until you can't take it anymore. It's like, what the hell are we talking about here? Are we talking about football? <laughs> it, it's definitely – it's something that if you're in the locker room, you know, that, that could that could really sure. – that could change the game maybe. You know, that, that could be that extra, like, push and spirit that you need. But then at the end of the day, you know, football, it's a chess game. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. Like, exactly. You, you got to understand what the hell. You, you can't just bite their kneecaps off. You know? <laughs> right. You can't just hit them harder. <laughs> you can just keep hitting them. <laughs> I mean, you can, but you're going to be down, I don't know, 38 to 3 or something. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's the metaphorical 
knee biting. <laughs> it's like, all right, coach, uh, what's your plan when you get out there? We're just gonna beat the crap out of them. We're just gonna make them sorry that they ever stepped foot with it. It's like, all right, that doesn't really sound like a coherent plan. It's the <laughs> but it's the Goku strategy. You just punch them harder next time. Well, what do you think went wrong in that game, coach? But they didn't just, punch him hard enough. Obviously, haven't been hitting him hard enough. <laughs> you know, these, these pussy ass referees pulling flags out every time we go head first into the abdomen. <laughs> Try to con- crush their spleens. God, I, I, I don't know, man. That's weird. And Kenny G is is still there. Kenny Galladay. I'm gonna refer to him because he didn't. Played like three games for me this season. Kenny Galladay. I'm just going to use his government name. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, no friendship more. between you guys. Kenny G is a is a is a love name. Kenneth and he did Galladay. He betrayed that this year. He betrayed <sighs> me. I I kind of want to be excited about the potential for DeAndre Swift because it's like maybe there's going to be a lot of dump passes, <laughs> which. That's fair because, you know, Todd Gurley thrived in that situation in, in the right. Rams. You're right. That's kind of how I'm thinking of it. If 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 DeAndre Swift could become Todd Gurley in 2017 or 18, whatever year he balled out, that would be amazing. And he would be a steal. Could probably put him in the fifth, fourth, fifth. I think you're right. It gives him that extra bump. Like, it makes – Swift more interesting. Like he was all right this year, but it does make him more interesting if they're gonna try to use him as a new Todd Gurley. Right. Especially if they're trying to shove, you know, ball down their larynx or something. <laughs> Besides that, I, I'm there isn't much to be excited about in Detroit. Like there ever was. <laughs> right. It's just it's the just usual day living where, in Detroit. Where careers go to Will get wasted and die. <laughs> yeah, it happens all the time. You can't help but feel bad for Megatron. Yeah, man, one of the all-time greatest receivers, career wasted. Barry Sanders, one of the greatest running backs of all time, career wasted. Matt Stafford, I don't know if he's a Hall of Famer, but he's all right. He's pretty good, and maybe he's always good because he's playing from behind all the time, or you know, just. <laughs> shitty situations but you know what he's done he's pretty good i guess you can draft him in fantasy you, you can be a flyer for your bye Would week you start him over Tua. depends on the, who they're playing because i mean Tua, i wouldn't play Tua as a fantasy option desperation that guy can't throw the ball past like 20 yards <laughs> it's it's really because his whole life he's been resisting his natural instinct to use his dominant hand <laughs> out of fear <laughs> of his father. <laughs> his dad is just like watching him. Story. Don't you fucking do it. I mean, can you imagine the process, right? So this kid is like two and he's like, come on, Tua, let's go out to the beach, put this football in your hand. And he's like, that's the wrong hand though. <laughs> <laughs> But this is my good hand. <laughs> he's like, 
clubs his other hands and can't use I'll it. I'll tell you which hands are good hands. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> like 20 years later, this guy's career, he's just still scared to use his dominant hand. That works on some occasions. Like LeBron James in real life is apparently left-handed. But he shoots right-handed. But I don't see why you would do that to your child. Like, make him left-handed. As a quarterback. You know, you're just throwing across the body. And I don't understand the logic behind it. It's the reverse LeBron James. I can almost understand it as a pitcher. Yeah, in baseball, there's an advantage. But, yeah, in other sports, I I just don't see it. Did Tua play baseball? Was Was he like a Kyler Murray? type that was like yeah baseball could be an option don't think he did no i don't think so he's been pretty heavy football this whole time it's not like russell wilson or anything well that's an interesting character what happened to him to end the season (laughs) i don't know man something psychologically in him uh what was it it was he was doing well and then I think someone on Reddit marked that, like, oh, ever since he tried to trademark Mr. Unlimited or Let Russ Cook or whatever, oh, no. oh, one no. of his things, he's done nothing but, like, <laughs> be garbage. Oh, jeez. You know, I don't, who the fuck knows? Psychologically, he's ty- psyched himself out. Possible, it yeah. just wasn't no, there. I, I, don't, I, don't, I, I really I think I know it happened. He was not hurt, as far as we know. It, it, it was that interception. You know? <laughs> when he should have just I blame it oh. sorry he's been out. broken ever since that interception in the Super Bowl he's just oh, never man. been the same we came back to haunt him because he he was doing pretty well for a while it, it it's it's a curse it's <laughs> just, he'll never it's cyclical it's like it's it's something reminded him it triggered him PTSD style I think my theory is, and I have no proof for this, it's just that he lost his virginity. <laughs> After he had kids? <laughs> Having sex ruined his, his... Maybe that that was the fuel that lit his fire, you know? Like, that was his thing. That was the... But, but he was still doing well after he had kids. Are you saying that he, like... Okay, okay. It was the reserve into a cup fuel. type of thing? <laughs> Since he lost it like three years ago or whatever it was, <laughs> he, what is he like twenty seven or twenty eight, thirty? Well, maybe that's a good theory there. Maybe he had not had sex yet. He just, you know, they went through some lab where they did the whole IVF thing because <laughs> he was scared, or maybe he just he he didn't want to, you know, give up his celibacy yet. Uh, the, I'm I sorry, baby. He... I'm not ready until I retire. <laughs> i think it was it's the fuel it was like the the he did well afterwards but that was just the built up fuel that he had for not having sex for 28 years there's gotta be a scientific (laughs) and during you know like male performance pre and post virginity loss (laughs) late in their lives (laughs) somewhere so did Tebow lose his virginity when he entered the NFL? That, that <laughs> I might know. have been. I was watching he, some he, highlights. I don't think so. I was watching some highlights of Tebow. God, the ugliest throws. He would he would 
try to try to throw it like a baseball, and it was just not pretty. Another left-hander. There you go. I think he got married recently, Tim Tebow. I mean, what what does that he we even do now? Sell insurance? Like, what? <laughs> I think you no, know, he's an analyst. Well, he's playing minor league baseball for the Mets, and he works on ESPN. I think. Yeah, I oh, think he's like an analyst. Pretty, uh, it was pretty standard for guys like that. He's notoriety. That's yeah. solid, you know. As long as you don't think get that... canceled, do some crazy thing on Twitter, that's a job you have for life. Talking about college football. Yeah, I think that's what he does, that he works for that SEC network. Yeah, which is ESPN, uh, whatever. I think. Yeah, yeah, but specifically SEC. Gotcha. So that, and then he's plays minor league baseball there are worse ways to live sure what he works for the sec no, the the, the football exchange commission <laughs> that's what he does he's out there busting companies put it all into gme it's just like why have you been restricting trading it's a pulp <laughs> he's like a sam jackson and pulp fiction type he just quotes bible verses <laughs> at them while he's arresting them <laughs> That's a good movie idea there. Maybe Tarantino will do that one. The Tax Man. Tax Man. <laughs> it's like he just shows up with his suitcase. Time to pay the taxes. <laughs> I think there's a movie like that already. It's like the tax collector or something. I don't know. He just straight up just murders people. I think so. Something along those lines. There are no original ideas left anymore. It is true. No, it's all the same shit. Everything's been done. Everything's been done. I learned that in 10th grade. It was uh, Miss Miller, my English teacher. Mm -hmm. Did you have her overall? I did not, no. I had the lady that she looked was like, like uh, she made uh, cakes all the time. Or pies. I forgot uh, her name. I wish. <laughs> just at one point, I forget what, we were talking about music or literature, and then she's just like, there's nothing new in music anymore. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Have you heard this new Lil Wayne? <laughs> and she played all the chord she, progressions and stuff. She just, no, she just meant thematically. Like everyone's just talking about oh, the same I see, shit I over and saying. over again. Thematically, because musically, there's truth to that too. It's like there's same chord also progressions that. in all pop music, basically. Yeah, it's so like the same it's slow iteration and innovation over time. You know, there's definitely some things that. The, the problem is when you make something new, is it even worth listening to? <laughs> That's why I don't listen to EDM. Yeah. Because it's, it, it's just, everything sounds like the same song to me. Yeah, I, I, that happened to me once. I was at the, we were out eight years ago, you know, a million years ago when I was a young man. <laughs> and it was like, it was with Alex and we're like, oh, we're going to go see this DJ, Thomas Gold. And I'm like, who the fuck is Thomas Cole? He's like, oh, he's good. Whatever. It doesn't matter. It I'm like, all right. Matter. You know, I was 22 or whatever. And you, you go to the club. And then it's like 1.30 in the morning, 2 a.m. And I'm like, oh, you know what? This Thomas Gold guy is pretty good. And then Alex is like, that's not Thomas Gold. Oh, my God. <laughs> Thomas Gold won't be on for another two hours. Oh I'm like, the fuck are you God. talking about? <laughs> well, you, you realize it's because there are all on amphetamines right <laughs> yeah of course 
they're not gonna and, fall asleep for days. And you know, he's the main event, and he's pro it was club space, so he was in whatever Oof. private room fucking chopping lines and taking pills or whatever it is these guys do <laughs> to hype themselves up to DJ for an hour. <laughs> it's and just, really it's just they can play. be replaced with an iPod. Sure. <laughs> exactly. Of course. Just play their playlists and dance. Just do their playlists and pretend they're pressing buttons. Right. Put on a mouse head helmet or something. Wow, I sound old, I guess. God, I know. Yeah, we're total boomers, man. I'm a years <laughs> I don't old. know about that, but we're getting up there, yeah. Uh, yeah, well, you tell I, me, oh, if you're like, oh, let's go to this concert. The performer won't be on until 3 in the morning. I'll tell you to go fuck yourself. <laughs> Definitely not paying money to see this guy. Absolutely not. <laughs> 3 a.m.? Get the fuck out of here. This is not how I want to live my life anymore. I mean, it could be the Red Hot Chili Peppers. It I'm would not have to up that late. No. It, yeah, it has to be something like the Beatles. Two, the <laughs> other two, they came back to life. And they're only going to be alive from 3 a.m. to 4 a.m. And you can go watch them. Like, All right, fine. Maybe. I, I, lo- I like it when shows start punctually. Like, they tell you... <laughs> 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 thousand years old <laughs> but it's true it's like doors open at seven show starts at eight at eight let's say 805 lights go down <laughs> and you're like yo why am i still listening <laughs> to the radio on these speakers exactly like, yeah but 805 lights eight o'clock it should be eight o'clock lights go down and the person the the, the person you're there to see comes on Oh, you're not even counting opening act. Not even counting those. Not even opening act. You know who did that? And I was – maybe he started a little bit later, but I was kind of surprised how early he started. I went to see Bad Bunny. Dude started – all the seats weren't even filled in yet. What a pro. They just said, fuck it. (laughs) We're starting. Good. I'd rather that than – it happened to me – I think it was a Mother's Day, like – Four or five years ago, my mom had always wanted to go see Luis Miguel. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, and for her Mother's Day gift or her birthday, whatever it was, I bought her tickets and we went. And I like his music, too. I'm not mm-hmm. going to, but uh, I, like, was I ever going to go to his concert? No. That mother, like, it was that situation, like, oh, show starts at 8. And yeah. I'm like, okay, doors open at 7, mm-hmm. whatever it was. That motherfucker didn't get on stage until, like, 9.30. <laughs> And we're there. I'm like, all right, cool, whatever. And he only performed for like an hour. Wow. And then he's like, all right, I'm out. And I'm like, what the fuck, dude? It's like some Kanye West shit. Ugh, I've been to a I've been to two Kanye concerts in my life. Never again. Man, you know, I wish I would have gone to the uh, Watch the Throne concert. I wanted to be there when they played. Uh, <laughs> You know, N-Words in Paris, like, eight times in a row. I I went to the Watcher Throne, but I went to the one in Fort Lauderdale. Oh, okay. And in Fort Lauderdale, they only did it, like, four times or three times. (laughs) Oh, good! (laughs) Yeah, and then it was a couple days in Miami, and then they did it eight times or whatever the hell it was. It was an amazing show, and thank God that Jay-Z was there because he was doing one of his stupid – like, he started doing that rant bullshit. Oh, my God. 
But then he's like, I guess he's like, Jay-Z had to, because what happened was it'd be like Kanye and Jay-Z, and then Jay-Z, and then Kanye, yeah. and then both, you know, like they cut, they cut it like that. Yeah. They do Watch the Throne, then they do their individual stuff, and yeah. then they do Watch the Throne again, which is fine. But then like the Kanye part was running, he was starting <laughs> to rant, but I guess since Jay-Z was there. Yeah. Uh, he's like, all right, get the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> and then a few years later, I went to the Yeezus concert. Oh, no. And he went on for like 40 minutes about Nike. It was when he was having his beef with Nike and oh his my shoes. God. <laughs> and like, he's the, he was the Steve Jobs. He's the black Steve Jobs, Walt Disney Jesus or whatever. Oh and I'm like, God. come on. Never, and then I was like, never again am I going to – I'm done with this guy. I don't – Kendrick Lamar opened that show actually. That was a good show. You know, I was at a show back in college that Kendrick Lamar opened. But he was he was almost a nobody back then. It's crazy. I think he was just – this was just before Good Kid Mad City dropped. So he was on his way up. Oh, wow. I think the main event for the one I went to was J. Cole. Nice. I've n- I've never seen it. The last con- the last rap concert I went to was the Future and Drake one. My and last that was rap a lot of fun. concert was a free Nelly show that came. On this game, yo, if you like Nelly, beggar after beggar after beggar. Those were like thirty minute shows. I remember. <laughs> And have the concert and the fireworks display after the game. I mean, talk about starting promptly. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta get you. This guy, this guy, like, top of the ninth was in there just (laughs) hyping himself up. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. All right. Well, that about wraps it up for us. (laughs) Any last comments before we sign off and see how this uh, Super Bowl Sunday goes down? Um, Fuck Tom Brady. Hmm reluctantly go Chiefs. Not that I have anything against the Chiefs. It's just I don't care for them. Please don't bet against them. Uh, fuck Tom Brady. Uh, retire. Go kiss your son. <laughs> go kiss go <laughs> go kiss Breeze's kids. Oh my god. Did you see that? Yeah, I saw. They had a nice moment, you know, playing catch with them or whatever. God, get, get, get the fuck out and retire. I hate you. <laughs> Loving words. <laughs> You've just listened to the I Hate Fantasy Football Podcast. Join us next week for more nonsense. Goodbye. Don't come up to me until you see me along among a lot of people. And don't look at me. Just keep somewhere near me. What time? 19 hours. All right.